0: Hi, I'm Claire Riley and welcome to MS Understood. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in April 2017. At the time, all I wanted to do was get on with my life, put my head in the sand, and privately listen to real people's stories about living with this unpredictable disease. I was deep in denial, terrified about the unknown ahead, and I felt really alone. So here it is MS Understood conversations with real people from all walks of life who live with MS. Before we get started, I'd like to acknowledge that this episode of M Understood was recorded across multiple lands. I recognise and acknowledge that all of Australia is Aboriginal land and I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land.
1: It's not, not a, a it's, it, it, this it is, is not, not a life, life sentence of horrible. horrible. It, can it can be okay. okay. Now, now, I know, I know people, people that, that are sitting in a wheelchair, wheelchair but, they're but they're weightlifters, weightlifters and, they're and they're incredible, incredible humans, humans right? right? And they're, and they're, they're looking, looking for, for that, that silver lining, lining constantly. constantly. So whatever, so whatever the, disability the disability has done to done your physical, to physical body, your, your mental self, self is, is always, always going to be
0: there. Today on MS Understood, we chat with Edie Sohesion. Edie was working as a vice principal when she was first diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, a high-powered, stressful job. And she had a home life growing up um, that was really stressful and was unable to tolerate things really well. Throughout this chat we talk about many things, Edie chats about how and why her pool has been a lifesaver, how stress is one of her top triggers and the things she does to release that trigger. Edie also hosts a podcast called Thriving Over Surviving and she lights up when she talks about it, the incredibly supportive online community and why she decided to share these uplifting stories. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share something I'm super passionate about. For over 10 years, I've been sharing simple living tips and tricks online. Initially, our simple living adventure started because of our need to be budget conscious and continued because of our passion for the environment. At the moment, if you sign up to my newsletter list, the link is in the show notes, or you can go to clairerileycom forward slash newsletter You can have access to my brand new ebook, 10 Steps to Living the Simple Life with a Chronic Illness, and you can get 15% discount code to my Sourdough Bread Made Simple e-course. I really look forward to chatting simple living with you. Let's dive into today's chat. Hi Edie, thank you so much for joining us on the MS Understood podcast today. How are you going? I am
1: actually doing pretty darn well. Thanks, Claire, for having me on the
0: show. I'm glad we were able to connect. Um, I want to talk more about your podcast, um, you share, but first I'd love to start. I I'd really love for you to talk a little bit, just a really little bit, um, and give us a bit of an introduction as to who you are.
1: Okay. Okay. So, yes, I have MS, (laughs) right? It's like an AA meeting here. Um, My name is Edie Sohesian, and I have multiple sclerosis. sclerosis. So, that um, journey Journey started started for me in 2015 2015 when I was diagnosed. Of course, I had symptoms before then, then. Um, but... You know, this is the basic overachiever human being you're looking at, listening to. And I was super stressing myself out. For what? I don't know. Um, But, you know, I've since then, since that diagnosis, come to find out that I need some balance in my life. So thank goodness I have realized that. But I ignored my MS for two or three years after diagnosis. And really just pretended that I wasn't sick and just went about my life. And even though I'd say, oh, I think what I'm doing is going to make me ill, I just kept right on doing it. So I've smartened up since then, uh, which is lovely. And just trying to find that balance. So I've changed jobs and because I had relapses. It just wasn't, it wasn't working. Whatever I was doing wasn't working. So like I said, I've had relapses and multiple DMTs. And then I smartened up and started to change my diet and my mentality. And I did Lemtrada. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Um, So that was three years ago that I did the Lemtrada. And so far, so good. No new lesions.
0: Woo Woo. Yeah. Nice. Um, Could you, we'll just talk maybe about the lead up to the diagnosis. So you were diagnosed in 2015. What, what led to that diagnosis? So, like I said,
1: I was really um, in a stressed out place, but I had all those kinds of viruses when I was young. I had lots of ear infections and strep throat. I had mono um, and, but basically very stressful atmosphere growing up and just not being able to tolerate things very well so then um you know i went to college had the best time ever and graduated i was living in i i'm from the united states i was living in new york upstate and i moved down here to orlando florida where it is super super hot all the time And And so so I was living here when I was diagnosed diagnosed in 2015, 2015, but I had had been here here for 14 years before that. that. So right Right before my diagnosis, I had changed jobs, jobs, and I was working as an assistant principal at a middle middle school, school, a high-needs middle school. school. And And it was was beyond what you would normally think a school would be like. like. So So you go, go, go. go, go, go. And And I was was getting my my doctorate doctorate in educational leadership. leadership. So that was coming to an end, and I was was about to defend defend my dissertation. dissertation. And And I was was also also in the middle of selling my home home and buying a new new home. So it was like a triple threat threat against against my body. And and coupled with that, all the stress that I was dealing with was really putting me in a bad health place in terms of my diet. I was a fast food junkie, loved every second of it. And so it was just like a perfect storm really was going on with me. I was just unhappy also. I was stressed, was stressed and, and like I, I said, said that, that, that stress, stress was just was bearing down on reality. me. I wasn't I was sleeping, sleeping well, well and, and just everything, everything unhealthy, unhealthy that and you, and would you would take, take curled up cold into cold one human.
0: human. Yeah, wow. And so the symptoms that you that led you to be diagnosed, what was the thing that took you to the doctor?
1: Yes, so, so, I, had so had I had had some numbness in my hands over time and, and I had and checked had that out, but they said it was nothing. So one morning, I believe it was in February or right the end of February, early March of that 2015, I woke up one morning and I had numbness in my side and a couple of my fingertips were numb. And I wasn't really a doctor person, but I'm like, this is bad. Something's weird. Rushed to the doctor. They said I had, it was a vitamin deficiency. It was either calcium or something and they gave me a vitamin and and sent me home and And so over the course 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 of the next next two weeks every every day day, since then it was was like the the numbness numbness was spreading through my body body, like an alien alien. and And eventually eventually i was numb from my chin to my toes toes, and and coupled with with other symptoms symptoms. the fatigue fatigue was extreme extreme. i could barely drive the 35 minutes to work in the morning without you know getting in an accident. And And I was also having MS hug hug really bad. And And the day that I checked myself into the hospital, I was having some bladder function issues issues and and that was like super scary. scary. And of course I had Googled everything and I pretty much knew what was wrong with me before the doctor would admit it.
0: Yeah. Wow. Can you describe the MS hug for us?
1: Sure. Sure, Yes. So So for for me, it felt like, The best best analogy analogy that I can come up with is like a boa constrictor, constrictor, kind of of pulling pulling tighter and tighter. And And it's not, not, for me, it wasn't wasn't necessarily painful painful all the time, time, but but super uncomfortable. And I I honestly felt it in my arms arms as well, well, which which I know is super unusual, but I'm holding to it that I felt that. And just super bizarre. It's, it's not, it's like, not a like a constant, constant for me. Really it was based on was my movement. My so there, there were, were times when, I could, when I could get comfortable, comfortable but it was but just it this very strange, strange feeling around, around your, midsection.
0: your midsection. And at the doctor, so you went to the hospital, you thought you knew what it was. Was it a pretty quick diagnosis once you were there? So, so there was a, there was series, a series of series doctor,
1: doctor visits. visits. I, I ended up ended having to go I in to a walk-in clinic because... The, I, was I was between doctors, doctors. So, so he was, he was smart, smart enough to, enough to order, order the MRI, MRI, told me I had a lesion, a lesion but, but not, not what, it what it meant. So then I so went then to I a, neurologist, a neurologist, just a random guy, that, guy that I found, that through, I found my through my, my insurance carrier. carrier. He was a lovely, was a lovely human, human, but he, but he said, said, okay, in six okay, so months you're, you're going to come back and I'm going to give you a test, and we have to do that six times. and I Yes, and then I can send you for this final final test test and we'll figure out what it is so that would have been
0: a three-year process like every six months six
1: I mean mean, six six weeks weeks. every six weeks so (laughs) but still right (laughs) like a year I'm I'm thinking thinking, yeah yeah. Yeah. so So, I said to him in the the visit visit that that it was at a visit he he had had put all these electrodes electrodes on me and he was shocking me everywhere, everywhere, everywhere right So So, I said, I don't don't think that I can wait that long. long. You don't don't understand understand what I'm feeling. feeling. Nothing, Nothing. basically, (laughs) right? (laughs) And And so so he said, your other 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 option is to go go check yourself into the hospital. hospital. And And I walked out of there. My dad was with me. And I said, Dad, I can't check myself into the hospital. I'm not that person. Right? And he goes, I will support whatever you want to do. Right. right. He does, he he's very, very much, much leading me, leading me all, of my, all life my life to be the most independent person. So, so the next morning I woke up, up and everything every in my body, my body, was, body worse. was worse. Everything. yeah. Wow. And, and I, hadn't, I hadn't like emotionally, emotionally accepted what was happening to me yet either. I hadn't, I hadn't cried, cried really this really whole, sick the, sick the whole six week process. process. From the, from the numbness in my side, side into, into this, morning, this morning where I had to make had a decision. A decision. And, and I was just, I was like, just I, like, I got to do this. this. I couldn't believe I it. So it. I went and checked so myself checked into my the, hospital, the hospital. And, and I told I the emergency the room clinic, clinic, the beautiful doctor that was hospital. there. I said, "I there's something there's wrong something with wrong me. I had an MRI. It was a T2 lesion is what that doctor called it. And And he, you know, his face turned white white. as a ghost. Ghost. And he's like, oh, Oh, let me get the neurologist. neurologist. (laughs) And so (laughs) So the neurologist neurologist said, said, we're going to check you in. And, and, you know, on from there. there. So I was in the hospital for seven days. And it was a fun ride. I waited three days until they could get me into the MRI machine. And I was glad that... I was was there there there. and not at home, so that they could monitor monitor me in case case you know know, whatever went went wrong. Because again, at this point, I have no diagnosis. diagnosis. So, but But it it, so it's just a little little waiting game. game, But you know, relatively 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 quickly quickly compared to many situations I've heard. And you know, if I you got to have a mess, it's 2001 or 2021 is not a terrible time to have it because there's options and the internet. It's great.
0: (laughs) yeah and I think the internet for so many things you know like you said you get to you you know you had searched a lot of your symptoms and you kind of knew what it was but also I think the community that's online now or the the people not just the community but but even just being able to see what so you don't have to be part of the community you don't have to connect you don't have to put yourself out there but you can see what others are doing
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, And you know, when I first first was diagnosed, diagnosed, like I said, for those first three years, I kind kind of ignored ignored it. I definitely definitely was was on some Facebook Facebook groups, but not very active. active. I don't know if you've heard heard of that 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 app, app? Um, MS. I'll have to find it. But there's an app that I had gone on very briefly and lots of MS. Um, people and it was nice nice to to, you know be able just to talk talk with some some of them and see what they were going going to to. my My MS MS team it's it's called and And it's it's exclusively for for, um, people uh, with multiple multiple sclerosis sclerosis. but But a lot of the people people on there were were a lot more advanced in their disease than I was and it was a little scary so I think that's what led me to ignoring everything
0: and I think that's so common for me. That's the thing that I saw the most of. That's what gets used in the advertising. That's what gets used in the, the posters in the campaigns is the people who are maybe more so progressed um, than the majority of people with MS. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, yeah. I think that's that's definitely what we see the most of. And I think that's what can be so daunting when you first get diagnosed is that's what you're seeing.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and And when when you're you're in, in, like, you go go to those support support group group meetings, meetings. similar, Similar. right? I used to go 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 with with my friends friends to my my couple of friends that have MS, MS. and And we used to go to to these these drug drug rep rep dinners. dinners. Because, you know, you get a free free meal meal, and you you meet the drug reps. reps, And one of my friends wanted wanted to be a speaker at those kinds of things. And so so we kept going so that we would get involved with them. But you look around the room and you see this picture picture of maybe maybe a reflection reflection of yourself. And, you know, it's lovely to know the people and get to know what they're dealing with and hear their stories because it helps inform you. But at the, but at same, the same time, time it, it was, was a little nerve-wracking and scary too. Mm.
0: So how do your symptoms show up now?
1: So okay. I have I lingering have neuropathy, neuropathy in my hands and, and if, if I, I eat Doritos, Doritos like, like I did, I did, last, did
0: night. last night they feel, they feel really terrible. terrible. And like I, physically feel bad on your fingers like the the physical feeling or you feel terrible?
1: Oh, oh, no, the, you know, physical the physical feeling. The, so the actual ne-
0: Doritos feel ba- bad when you hold Oh,
1: no, no, no. When I ingest oh. them, oh. it causes my hands oh. to, the neuropathy gets worse.
0: Wow. And yes,
1: like I can so physically tell when I eat things that don't agree with, agree with, with me. It's very, very strange. strange. It's like a barometer, a barometer for sure. And if I'm really bad off, especially in a heat situation, if I'm hot, they burn. They burn oh, very badly, badly, badly. And, and there'll be some pain, be some and, pain cramping. and cramping. It's great. It's, it's great. just great. So, so I try, to, I try avoid to avoid all those things, things. Um, but um, sometimes, sometimes, you know, you, you know, make decisions that probably... probably. Yeah, <laughs> see, the Doritos. So well, you dumb. live in Florida. <laughs> I do live in Florida, so... So, so, so it's warm. It's hot so as blazes, blazes up, in up in here. It's not it's a not joke, right? So I definitely, definitely changed, changed my house, my house. So, so i was really, really kind of lucky, lucky, lucky when, I was, when moving, I was moving i chose, I chose a, house a house with a pool with just cuz I, I wanted it but it, but has, it has been, has a, been life-saver. a lifesaver i am able I am to, able to spend, spend glorious time in the, time in the, sun, in the sun but i'm but in the water. the water and, and it, 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 it helps, helps me help now i i don't stay out for more than 2 hours usually i try to really limit it and I'm and a person I'm that was at, was at the beach, beach 24/7, 24-7 on the weekends, on the weekend. and, and it was, it was glorious, glorious, but I don't, but do, I don't that do that as much, as much anymore, anymore, because, anymore because, again, I don't want to so. feel bad. So,
0: Well, I was going to ask you, what are the things that you do to manage those things? So obviously, you're being quite careful about the things that you eat and where you um, spend your time. Is there anything else you do to manage your MS symptoms?
1: So, yes, yes, I, and some people think that I'm crazy. crazy. Um, Um, I'm sorry, sorry, my dog dog is going wild. (laughs) Um, But But I, so stress is really really my third trigger, trigger, right? right? My food, my, my, my the heat and and stress for me. And and I had had to to do some things things that aren't very popular popular to release release that stress. stress. So, about, uh, I'm, gonna I'm gonna totally, totally tell, tell what tell what's going on in the world, world when I say this, but, um, um, anyways, anyways, so around, so the, around the election, election time, time, what was that so five, five, five years, years ago? ago um, it, was it was nutty, nutty around, around here, here. and yeah. not the most were, recent
0: election. The, the not the most both, recent, so the, the one, one prior. prior. Yes, so yes. not. Yes. Yes
1: you know, you saying, saying any kind of kind political, political stance, stance or, anything or anything like that. Like that. It, it is not, it about, not that. about that. But people were so, so angry at one, one another.
0: Mm. It's so very bossy, isn't it?
1: Very perfect, perfect word. word. Yeah. And I, I just didn't want to, want hear, to hear that. that. I I, I, couldn't I couldn't let that let in, because in because I, I it was it so, so, draining so draining on me. On me. Just to hear people hear be such such negative such Nellies, negative I, I, like couldn't. I couldn't. So, so I, turned I turned off, off my, cable, my TV cable TV, and I don't watch I don't the, news. the news. If I need I news, news I, seek I seek it out. out. And, and it, it has, has been a been huge, huge help, help for me. For me. I'm, I'm not, not, you know, thinking about, well, the well, hurricane's, well, hurricane's coming 15 days before. And two days before, it's plenty of time. I have plenty of stuff. So So I know, know, and I I I take care care of it when that happens. happens. So So it's just just been been kind of a weight lifted lifted off of me, and And it's also also allowed me to to not be sitting in front front of the the TV TV all the time. So it's gotten me up and moving more. I also got my Lily, who's making noise over here. I apologize, everybody. But that has been a huge happiness builder for me. I got her a year ago. And, and she's just she the, she's best, the thing best thing since sliced bread. bread? Even yes, when I'm podcasting, podcasting, she hates it. <laughs> um, but, you know, <laughs> you that, that's that, just that's what, what, I what I deal with. So, so and, then and then the other thing, the other thing is, is the community. community. So, so after, after those after three, three years of, really, of ignoring, really ignoring, I kind of, kind of got, got into this acceptance, acceptance phase. And I, I started, started seeking out people. So it started really with when I took the Lentrata. I got into a Facebook Facebook group group for that, that. and And I started started to, like, hear people people again. again. And And lately, with the podcast that I'm doing, it's been been amazing amazing because because I didn't didn't ever want to do a podcast about MS MS because, like I said, I I don't want to be bummed out. I don't want to talk about negative stuff. And if you look at any of my social media, I don't talk about really – the negative, the negative things, things that are going that are on. on i really I try to try keep to it as positive as possible. as possible just because it helps, it my, helps my brain function, function better. better and The people people that I'm interviewing on the podcast podcast are super super inspirational, inspirational, like, holy cow, cow, you are are amazing. amazing. Like, I'm I'm probably not going to get 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 to that level that they're at, at, but I can certainly certainly try. And hearing their their stories and their comeback stories, it's incredible incredible what they've done, and and it it motivates me to get off my butt and be happy and say, wow, I'm connected with this incredible human being, just like you, Claire. (laughs) And And I mean, really, really, right? right? I just think think that that it's very interesting, interesting too, that we're surrounded by by so many women women in this community community. and to see see these women women do do such such amazing amazing things. things. And, and raise, their, raise family their family, and be this, this person, person who's come back. back. It's, just, it's just incredible, incredible to, me. to me. And so, so it's just, just given me this new, new attitude, attitude in my and my family notices, notices and they're, they're like, like, super, super supportive because they, they see how, how happy it's, happy it's making me. me. And, and quite, quite frankly, frankly, I don't know if I can, if I can stop doing it, it because I will just miss it so much, and all these wonderful humans. It's really,
0: it's meant a lot to me. There's a few things I want to talk about there. So um, I suppose I went through the same thing you did in that kind of ignoring it and really denying it for a few years. What helped you get to that acceptance point? What, after that, you know, the three years, what, yeah, what helped you accept your diagnosis and be able to be positive about it and share it with the community yeah I think it was stemming stemming from
1: from me finding finding my two friends friends with MS MS, Melissa and Morgan and And them them being so so positive about about their their diagnosis diagnosis and moving forward and and having them to talk talk to to because because I wasn't it wasn't that I wasn't talking about it but the people that I was talking about it with didn't understand So a common thing that happens happens in my house is my dad comes comes over on most most Sundays, Sundays. and And he'll say, say, how you doing? And I'll go, oh, you know, I got got a little spot on my leg. leg. I'm feeling kind of numb numb today. today. And he goes, I have that same spot. And because he's (laughs) trying (laughs) to (laughs) be empathetic, but it doesn't quite translate, right? And I'm like, but dad, you're 71. That's probably going to happen when I'm 71. 71, I am am not 71, 71, so I don't think I I should be feeling that. that. So it's it's just just it's difficult difficult when when you don't don't have have that person that that really knows and and understands. And it's It's funny because because, um, Morgan, Morgan, I believe, had had optic neuritis and some some other um, things going on in her face, face, actually. actually. And And I didn't have didn't have that but, but I, can I can still talk, talk to her, to her about, about it because it's, because part, it's part of our of illness our cause we're because we're also different, and, we're all different. different. And, and it's it just, just seems i don't know, I don't like, know a like a great fit, fit. And, and so that so really that started really bringing started me out of my out shell, of my shell little a bit little and bit and saying okay, okay this is i have to deal with this now and i also did some research and on terry walls and started doing her protocol I did that for quite some time. Um, It wasn't really sustainable sustainable for me. I'm trying to find that that happy medium medium now. now. Mm. But it was was awesome, awesome. and And I started to to be more in tune with my body and and recognize recognize the things things that I needed. And, and just, just saying, stop saying, it's okay, say, it's Edie, okay to go to Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin Donuts and them, get a sausage, get a egg, and cheese them, and a plain, them, bagel, plain toasted. bagel toasted. Like, that and was that my was order. order. It's very unhealthy. And, <laughs> and so I needed so to, I needed you to, know, go, know, okay, so, okay, you need, you need to, to stop, stop, these stop these unhealthy, unhealthy behaviors. Unhealthy. And I just and feel, I like feel like a whole new human.
0: So you did the Terry Wiles the protocol for a while, but not. you haven't kind of continued that. And I, I think in a similar way is I did the OMS diet for six months and realized that it wasn't working for me. But from that, have stuck with really clean eating, okay. generally. And again, not really clean because like yesterday I ate the slice with brown sugar and stuff in it, you know. But but I suppose it's that awareness. Do you feel the same?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I, I really, really when I started, when I started that, started I, didn't that drink, I didn't drink, you know, for you know, three, months. three months, and. and I wasn't wasn't like a super super heavy drinker, drinker, but I I definitely, definitely, you know, there was wine in my house house most days days and probably some beers and that I have cut out so much. much. But, But, you know, we were watching watching football football today today, and I had a Guinness. I I did. I'm not gonna (sighs) lie. So it's, so not, it's like, not, like, it's constant, constant like, every like night. Every like, night, on, on Monday on nights, Monday man, nights, there, was there was two glasses of, glass of wine, no, no doubt, doubt. And I got when home, I got from, that home that from that stressful job. job.
0: But, Ooh. yeah, but it
1: yeah, just made just me a lot more, a more conscious, conscious, reading labels, reading labels recognizing what, gluten, what is. gluten is. Xanthan gum is not good for you. Like, it's, like, a detail, right? But it affects me. And it it was a definite wake-up when I did that. So... I am, I have an eating disorder, disorder, I'm a binge binge eater, eater. and you know, lots of trauma, trauma. everybody's Everybody's got something, and so So that that is a struggle struggle for me, me. and you know, it has nothing to do with my MS, MS, but but it has everything everything to do with with my mental mental state, state. and And I just just find find over and over again as I'm talking to people, it's really about your mindset. And And if you're focused focused on on X and and you want to reach that that goal, goal, you're going to do it. it. If I I am, you know, in a state state where where I'm I'm feeling sorry for for myself myself and and that happens, right? right? I I need to get get through the hoop of that, the lowness. And I was talking to one of my guests and they said, yeah, I do day by day. And it really has helped me just with thinking not beating not myself, up myself up, up for having the, having the Guinness today, today. Right? right? I'm going to get up tomorrow, tomorrow and I'm going to have and my healthy my shake and move on with my day and walk the dog and, 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 and do, all do all those things, things that I know, I know I'm going to do. do. But, before, but before, I used to before, beat, myself beat myself up myself about it about and there'd be Guinness all week. So
0: I think, yeah, it's that reminder that tomorrow is a fresh start. You don't have to wait until Wednesday and you haven't kind of fucked it up if you have one day of or two days or a week of drinking guinness you can still start afresh
1: yes absolutely and that has helped me um a lot lot. it really and just that little little thing thing. it's It's not not a huge huge thing thing. it's just a little little tiny tiny thing thing that's really changed my perspective perspective, and and i'm I'm grateful grateful for for that that. and it's you you know know, helping me move in the right direction
0: can you talk to me about your podcast, Thriving Over Surviving? How did you start it? Why did you start it? Who, who do you speak to? Those sorts of things. So, so I, changed I changed my
1: job, job uh, three, three years, years ago. So I'm on my fourth year, fourth year, at, this year at this job. job. And, and it isn't, isn't that, that, that go, 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 that, go that, I that I was used, used to. to. And, and so, so I felt, I felt like, like I needed something, something else. else. So, so I don't have, I don't kids, have kids, kids. I don't have a husband. You know, um, not that not you need that those things in your life. life but, but what I'm trying I'm to trying portray is that when I, when I come I home, come it's home, me and Lily. And, and, yeah, so, and so, so I felt, I felt like felt I needed, needed something. something. And it was, it was pandemic, so we're home way more. And I started getting on Clubhouse. I don't know if you've heard of that. I have,
0: but I haven't quite gotten into it yet.
1: Yeah, yeah so, so I was going on it incessantly because, because my, my one of my core, my values, core values is growth. Is I love, love to learn. To learn. It's, it's a thing. thing. It, fills it fills my bucket. My bucket. So, so the clubhouse, the clubhouse was of offering me opportunities, opportunities to learn a lot because you go on, you go there, on there and there you and hear it's, it's an, an audio, audio platform. platform. So you're, so not, you're typing not typing in a computer or looking at a picture. You're actually having conversations with people. And, again, another another place place to grow grow community. community. Well, I was going into into these these rooms rooms where they were talking about podcasting, and and I love podcasts. podcasts. I've been listening listening to them for quite some some time because another thing that I added in my life was a lot of comedy, a lot of humor. humor. I love stand-up, and one of my favorite comedians has a podcast. He actually has, like, four so, so I was, I was obsessed, obsessed with him, him for a little a bit. Little bit. And, and so when he I heard, heard, oh, podcasting, blah, 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 it's not as it's hard as you hard think. Well it, well, it is. Don't be fooled <laughs> when they say, just go ahead and do it, everybody. everybody it, is it is a, a lot. lot. It is, it is awesome. awesome. But it is, <laughs> right, Claire, you can <laughs> agree? It is a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and and so, so, you know, there's, you just, know, there's just a just lot to it, a lot of moving parts. So I was learning about it and I'm like, I want to do I want to do a podcast. So I'm an educator, and and I was going to do it about that, and I'm like, I don't want to do it about my day job. So I really really started started to explore, because I had had at at first gone, gone, I definitely don't want want to talk talk about MS. 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 That's That's the the worst. worst. What a bummer. And I just couldn't do it. And then as time went on, I'm like, wait wait a minute, minute. I can can look through through, this this lens lens at at this and, you know, add a different different perspective. perspective. And And I know know some some podcasts podcasts that are, are you know, yours is one of those those examples examples and conversations conversations with candy. candy. There's different different ones out there that that really really focus on some good stuff. stuff. And, you know, we know, we make, this, this m- a, little a little bit more bit fun. fun um you know let's, you know, swear, let's and, swear and, and, and be <laughs> relaxed relax and have a good, time, good time right, right? So, so yeah i got with my got friend, my friend melissa, melissa and we were going to do, we do the podcast together, together. together and then she ended up, she ended up adopting, adopting two boys and um, her time was time a little, was a little moving bit moving in a different, in a different direction, direction. So, so i i started it on my own and like i said i'm loving every second um, but, um, but it, it's, it's been, it's been, been quite a ride. So a ride. I've, been I've been live, on the, live on the podcast since July 12th, on. I think. So it's, it's very, very, it's been a very, very short, short time, time. But, but getting, getting great, great response, response and, and, um, positive, positive outcomes outcome from, that. from that. So, um, um I, really I really don't, don't I care, care cause I want people, people to listen, listen, but if, if, if five, five people listened, I would still be doing it because it's. Just bringing me so much joy talking, talking to all of the people with MS and making connections. And like I said, it's motivating me to do better and be a better person all around, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Same. I've learned so much from the people that I've spoken to. Yeah, it's been a life changer.
1: Yeah, and listening to your podcast, podcast, you know way more than I do. So I listen intently um, (laughs) to hear. And I've been hearing this thing lately. I interviewed interviewed a woman, woman and she said, said, I can't remember the 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 name name of the the thing. thing, But it's like like this this shocking shocking feeling feeling that goes down your your spine.
0: I've heard that too. Yeah, no, I don't know what it's called. Sorry.
1: It's some, you know, crazy medical term. But I have had that. A lot. I mean, mean, enough enough that that I could could talk talk about about it it a lot. lot. And And I was like, 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 what what is is this? And and I had no idea it it was was associated with my MS. MS. I'm I'm like, like, I think I need to go to a chiropractor or something. But it is a symptom of that. And I wouldn't have known if I hadn't been talking to these people. And it's just so, I don't know, uplifting. It's great.
0: Yeah. You've spoken a bit about changing your job. You were the vice principal at a a school with um, disadvantaged kids or um, Mm -hmm. was it kids with disabilities or low? Low socioeconomic socioeconomic. status. So kind of generally we would say in Australia that would be kind of considered the rougher areas. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Um, which obviously is a pretty stressful job and you've changed jobs since then. Have you disclosed your diagnosis?
1: Oh, yes. yes. So So when I was initially initially diagnosed, diagnosed, you know, I was walking walking around around school school and and I looked like like I had moon boots boots on. (laughs) 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 I'm just just really careful. careful, And and I had had fallen fallen, and, and, you know, just 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 a couple other things. So I wasn't going to be able to hide that. And in a school environment, you're talking about nurturing, caring people. And so everyone everyone wanted to help help and be there for me and and make sure I was comfortable. comfortable And it was quite lovely. lovely. And And since since then, then, I've just come come to a point where I'm like, why why am I hiding this? If If I don't don't feel feel well, well, I need people to know so I can go take care of myself and come back tomorrow and be good. So So I tell tell them, like, "Like my MS is bothering bothering me today. today, I'm I'm not going to be in. in. I'm going to sleep. sleep. I'll check my email email at lunch. lunch. (laughs) And I'll be back back tomorrow. But I need a day. And it's just like, okay, I don't want to hide it. I don't want to ignore it. Because, again, it's going to take me back to that place of not dealing with my stuff. So I'm very upfront. I've had several... There's been a turnstile in my bosses. <laughs> so I'm just really upfront, and I'm like, listen, it doesn't um, impede my ability to do the job. Everything gets done. But sometimes I, you know, can't walk outside in the heat for a long time. And, and I, need I need air conditioning. Air conditioning. One, day, One day, I was with my with boss, my and, boss I had, and I had had vertigo. And literally, literally I'm, like I'm like clinging, clinging to, the to the wall. wall and, she and she grabbed me and, and held me and we walked, walked together. together. It was, it was lovely. lovely. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm very yeah, I'm blessed to be in, a, in a, such, such a nurturing, nurturing caring environment, environment that, that, that I do work in. It's not like a corporate go, go, go judgment city. So, I've been lucky with that.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's great. Because I know so many people... are the toss up whether or not to disclose or have not positive experience once they do. But I've heard lots of really great stories also. So that's, yes. yeah, it's really good. And I think the more we share these stories and the more we share our stories, the more understanding is going to be around MS and how it doesn't actually affect your work as much as people might think
1: it might yes agreed, yes, agreed. I, I, I love that you're love saying that, you're that. Saying it's, that. Interesting it's interesting because, because once you once start, start telling people they, the other people start coming out of the woodwork, woodwork. and I know, and several, I know people several people that are principals, that are principals now, now that, that have, have MS, MS and, and they, they contact me that. and we talk about it and, about it. and, it, and it's, it's um, um, you know it's, it's just nice to be able to walk in there and like how are you feeling today and I really actually mean how are you feeling Right, because right. you normally you normally say, say, hey, how, are you how you doing? And it's, and not, it's not a real, a real question. question. And more, more often, often than not, not, now I get, now I get the, the I'm, I'm living the, the dream, dream answer with this, with COVID, this COVID, but, but um, um, it, it is, is, it's comforting, it's comforting knowing, knowing when I walk, I walk in that, that, in that I'm, I'm saying it because it, I really want so to know.
0: Yeah. This is a newish question for me, but it's something that I think is really important for people who a newly diagnosed, which is generally who I'm trying to reach with this podcast. What is something you wish you'd known really early on? And what or and what is one piece of advice you give to someone who's newly diagnosed?
1: Oh, gee whiz. Okay, good, good question. Yes.
0: Thanks. So and I know
1: when people say good question, they're really trying to think of what they're going to say. Yeah. So, so what I wish that I knew early on, on was that there, there are other people, people that, are that are like, like me and I need to reach out to them, them sooner. sooner. That is what I I wish that I had known. If I had to give advice advice to somebody that is newly diagnosed, diagnosed, I would would say say to them, you need need to go at your own own pace. Don't Don't listen to the advice of one one human human being. being You need to make make the decisions for yourself because we're all different. When someone says you have to be on medication, you take your time to decide what that's going to look like. And it's okay. I mean, Especially if you have relapsing remitting. Because if you take two days or three days to research and come back to the doctor and tell them, it's going to be okay. It's not a, it's, it, this is not a life sentence of horrible. It can be okay. Now, I know people that are sitting in a wheelchair, but they're weightlifters and they're incredible humans right Right. and they're looking looking for that that silver silver lining constantly constantly. so whatever whatever the disability disability has done to your physical physical body your your mental self self is always going to be there there. so So make make sure you put put that first get your mind mind right right first first. wrap wrap yourself yourself around this first before you know you start start thinking, thinking That, that this is going to be, be the worst thing, thing that's ever, ever happened to you, to you. because trust, trust me, me, I've had many, more, many, things, things, unfortunately, unfortunately, many <laughs> more things, unfortunately, many more things that have happened negatively, negatively than than, than MS. MS. I say that MS has saved my life because, because it, is it is making me into a, a, better, a better version of myself than I ever could have probably been without it.
0: No, well, I'm glad. It's such a weird. You're like, I'm really glad you got MS. Except I'm not, but you know what I mean? Yes,
1: (laughs) yes. yes.
0: I have two questions I love to ask at the end of every episode. The first one is, tell me the best thing to have happened to you because of your MS. Oh, definitely definitely
1: meeting the wonderful 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 humans. humans. Yes. Yes. Meeting those people people out there there that um, are just so so inspirational and lovely. lovely. Just Just
0: just the best best people. (laughs) (laughs) And what is something you'd tell people to make MS more understood?
1: Oh, another good one. Okay. Okay. So to make make MS MS more understood understood is that that just listen. listen. When when someone comes comes to you you and they have have MS, MS, it's not about about being being having sympathy for them. them. It's not not about about trying trying to be in their their shoes. shoes. Just Just listen. listen. And, and if they, they ask, ask you for help, for help, help them. them. And if, and they, if don't, they don't, then just, just be, their, be friend. their friend.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Edie, for spending time with us on the MS Understood podcast today. It's been so nice to talk to you. You too. Thank you, thank you so much you for, having for having me. Keep thriving, keep thriving Claire. Claire. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of MS Understood. You can find Edie on Instagram at thriving over surviving Podcast. And you can find links to anything we chatted about in the show notes. You can find me on Instagram at claire.reilly. Like I mentioned at the start of the episode, I would love for you to sign up to my newsletter list and get free access to my brand new ebook, 10 Steps to Living the Simple Life with a Chronic Illness. You can find that at claireilly.com forward slash newsletter. I'm always looking for new guests for the MS Understood podcast. If this is you or someone you know, please send me a message via my Instagram account. And in an effort to make sure we have equal representation, I'd love to hear from any members of the LGBTQI community, our black and BIPOC community, or any men willing to share their stories of living with multiple sclerosis. Thanks so much for listening and please share this episode with someone you think it might help.